0: My next guest is the all-time leading rusher for the Green Bay Packers. I want to welcome on four-time pro bowler, uh, Packers legend, Mr. Amon Green. Amon, how's everything going for you? Hey, man, everything's going good. How about yourself, Zach? I'm good. I'm good. How are you guys doing? Get, get, you guys at Thursday night tomorrow against the undefeated
1: Cardinals, and I don't know who's playing wide receiver. <laughs> the Packers don't know who's playing wide receiver right now. Um, no, they now understand. saying they, they, they definitely know, you know. They have some guys, even though MVS is questionable in terms of just his injuries, but uh with Devontae and Lizard, obviously with COVID protocol. And like you just mentioned, you know, with, with Devontae taking the getting the vaccine. If he double he double tests negative, then he's a go. So yeah, those guys, I'll be like, hey, yeah, let's get this test in me. Let's get it yeah. done. Let's do the next one. That's how i be. If I was Devontae, I'd be like, let's get it done. So we we know so we could stick to the game plan that we had together for Arizona. Because game plan for Arizona has been ready since training camp is over. Yeah. That's how NFL, you know, a good NFL team coach has every game plan already prepared other than looking at injuries week, you know, week over week. So now, you know, obviously Arizona's game plan is going to come into two different game plans, knowing that, okay, defensively, we may not have to face against Devante. So now we'll change to, this will be another outlook, but if we do play against Devante, this is what we're going to do and vice versa. And the Packers have the same type of game plan, any good team, good coaching staff has multiple, you know, game plans ready to go. So, um, it's going to be interesting. You know, the C obviously wait to kick off. And yeah. then once that ball is kicked off, it's just going to be to see basically who is the best right now in the NFC. I mean, yeah. I mean this is that game right now. This is that early season playoff atmosphere, atmosphere type game that I'm excited to see play play out um, tomorrow night. Yeah. yeah Cause with, with the double, double negative test, it's like,
0: all right, we want, it's basically saying, we want you to go to the casino and play roulette and you hit on red good leave then go back the next day do it again If you don't you're not going to play against the cardinals it's basically what they're doing with these tests he doesn't know they don't know and it's a it's a it's a it's a crapshoot so yeah i like your analogy there (laughs) yeah i was thinking about that i was literally thinking about that like he has no idea they have no idea and so and apparently they're leaving so today's wednesday they're flying arizona today he's not with them so if this could happen he would have to either test negative today and then tomorrow fly separately that's a whole
1: other thing there. What but... they left today, the Packers? Yeah, yeah, really. I would have yeah, thought saw... they left on Monday. Uh, today's Tuesday, yeah. Look, I would thought they left wait, 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 today's, Tuesday. No, today's Wednesday, yeah. Today's Wednesday, sorry, yeah. I yeah. thought what they left like last night, no, you no, know, I, mean, I would have... Palette... you know, you got it, you got it. No, I was just saying, yeah, yeah, you I was just saying, if I was a coach, if I was Mark, Matt, if I was Matt, I would have had the team leave like tomorrow, yesterday afternoon, like after we had practice then let's get on the plane. You know, we get on the plane like five, six o'clock and get there around, you know, nine, 10 or whatever. Um, That's uh, actually, that's Pacific Standard Time. So they're two hours ahead because I was just there. I moved my um, stepson and my stepdaughter and his girlfriend down there. So yeah, that's Pacific Standard Time. So that's a two hour change. So yeah, I would say let's get there Thursday. Let's get there Tuesday night. You know, then you got Wednesday to relax, not get on a plane today. Trust me, I know as a player, when when we manage with West Coast Travel, being from the midwest and being or you know I'm, i was in texas i was in green bay and i was the you know being the texas just managing that is huge because if you don't do it right your players you know players don't go to bed sometimes the day before they get nervous they have anxiety or there's something just like to stay up and talk i'm like bro i gotta get sleep <laughs> but for those players that do and don't you know they, that can affect them. Going to the West Coast, they don't, they don't think about, okay, that's a two-hour time change, time change, so our bodies takes one day for every hour to adjust. So just think about that. So yeah. I know players don't think about it. I know I was, because we, yeah. a, 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 we had a guy who was a statistician for the Packers in my last few years there. Uh, Matt, um, God, I see his face, but I can't think of his name. But he, he, he was the... If we were Jedi's, he was Yoda. He was our Yoda uh and he had these this all these little information tidbits about stuff that would just you didn't really think about it but when he said it and you're like that makes sense and so when we started having Mike Ayers Mike Ayers his name okay and I still see him every now and then I walk in and out of Lambeau and I saw him and his wife a couple weeks ago but he would he said that to us and I kind of learned it back in Nebraska too traveling college football and getting sleep getting eight hours of rest before Uh, Two days before is your best night of sleep, should be your best night of sleep. So that stuff like that is what coaches got to think about and players should think about because this keeps you at top of your game.
0: I heard some guys for the London game don't, they just stay on their normal sleep schedule and it's just like bizarre. That way they get out of that normal.
1: Yes, that's what you do. So when you travel internationally, any direction going from, if I'm in here, I mean, I'm sitting in the Midwest. If I go to the West Coast, if I go to the East Coast, if I go overseas to Uh, london from here if i go overseas to hawaii no matter what yes stay on your sleep schedule so say if my time zone i go to bed at 11 a.m 11 p.m go to bed at 11 p.m if you're in hawaii go to bed at 11 p.m if you're in london coming from the the central standard time or even east coast time because then, then that helps your body adjust a lot faster yeah that's no, great.
0: So, what do you think of the, the 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 uh the backfield this year? I think a lot of people expected AJ Dillon to be more involved than he has been, especially with Jamal Williams going to Detroit. How do you Correct. like how it's shaken up so far?
1: I'm liking it. It's just it's getting still. Um, AJ Dillon is getting some carries. You know, he had the two fumbles, so that's gonna put a question mark on uh, Coach Sherman or uh, Coach Sherman's his uh, running backs coach and Matt Lafleur trusting him, having more confidence in him. You know, uh, being on being uh, two days from you know three days from the last game because uh, any any running back don't matter the years. Um, obviously, the one thing we got to do as running backs is hold on to the ball. I know um, you know for my career, I got in the doghouse one year with Mike Holmgren. He thought I had a fumbling problem. I didn't think I had a problem, but he just I guess he wanted something to lay his hat on about why he couldn't why he wouldn't start me in Seattle. But that is what it is. I love him to death because if it wasn't for him and his his I say being hard on me in a way. You know, I wouldn't be able to have that mental mindset to fight through a lot of things. So thank you, uh, Coach Holman. But uh, for AJ, uh, I, I like what he, what's going on with him, his development. He knows his role behind Aaron Jones and coming in off the bench. And when he does get in there, um, he does a good job. I say biggest things I would say as a coach looking at him and as a former player looking at him, um, with your size, use that to your advantage. You know, you are 250. Use it. Abuse people. Don't let, don't let up because the one time you, I think he let up a couple weeks ago against the Bengals going into that touchdown, he kind of was a little high and that DB got lower than him and blew him, you know, blew him up. He probably, I don't know if he, how he felt after that hit, but what I saw was that the DB one, even though AJ got into the end zone, the DB one on, if it was a contact play to me, the DB one. Um, and he probably felt it. So, cause when you don't come, I'll say, use your weight as an advantage. And then, you know, don't be uh, trying to, I say, be yourself because he has, okay. He has good feet for a big guy, but don't, but try not to be that, you know, try to use that all the time, you know, just use what you're good at. And then as you get older, not older, as he gets more experience and then he could start uh, mixing things up on defenders when they come in to tackle him. Cause they, the defender already thinking, okay, this guy's 250. Um, He's gonna lay heavy on me. That means he's gonna put his shoulder pads. He's gonna drop his helmet. That means I better bring it, or I have to come with some teammates to, you know, help tackle this guy. Uh, so that's how a linebacker, defensive back, especially DBs, more than anything, um, defensive backs are really thinking coming into that and use that. He, I say, he has to use that to his advantage to continue uh, playing the game he's playing. And it's like I said, knowing his role, helping out AJ because AJ is that guy right now. He's the starter. He does a lot. He could go in a slot. He could go on the edge as a, as a wideout. Um, and then he's obviously in the backfield getting the ball. So, and I love the way Matt calls plays, uh, the formations they have for AJ, for, a- for Aaron Jones, for AJ, for Aaron, for Devontae, for Lazard, all the receivers and the tight ends, Latunian. Um, they, they move him. He moves him everywhere. So at the defender, you really got to pay attention. You're like, okay, Lazard's in the backfield. Aaron Jones is split out. Um, and then you know AJ might be one guy at, at tight end with his hand in the ground. You're gonna be like, yeah. what is going? What's about to happen? <laughs> yeah. yeah. As a as a defender. Yeah. With AJ, do
0: you, do you think he thought he was going to be the starter this year? Because I think a lot of people thought Aaron Jones was going to take a bigger
1: offer to leave. Um, I don't think I don't know. That's a great question. Um, if I was his coach, I would know that. Uh, if I was his teammate, I would know that obviously. But I would say the way. I say, I, I say what I mean watching as a player, uh, I thought it was still, you know, Aaron Jones is, uh, is the starting guy. And that Aaron, that AJ Dillon still has to get the experience I talked about, has to gain that experience uh, of being a pro, of being in situational football, and then the in- increasing his development in the football IQ uh, category, because that's huge, just knowing how to play in certain situations. Yeah, no, it's, it's wild. Did you did, Were you surprised that Aaron showed up week one, or did
0: you, did you have your doubts early in the season? Um, Aaron Jones Uh,
1: showed up. Oh, oh, (laughs) Oh, yeah. Aaron Aaron Rodgers. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, I I mean, I watched the whole offseason. I watched how everything kind of went down. The good thing for Aaron, and no surprise, because I know him, he didn't say a whole lot. You know, he let everybody else. We all talked. Everybody from North, South, East Coast, probably over in Japan and Australia. (laughs) Everywhere around the world was talking about Aaron, Aaron Rodgers and what what team he's going to be on come, come training camp and come regular season. And he didn't talk about it a lot. And that's good for him because obviously he knew he, he, and then he controlled the narrative when he did talk and, and he knew what he wanted out of the Packers to stay for this season. And he, I believe he got it. And now, you know, it's just, right now it's forgotten because obviously it's football. That's the last thing, any player that, you know, Aaron, the organization is thinking about right now. It won't be until, their season's over. Hopefully, Emil you know, ideally for Packer fans, for Aaron, for the organization, is that that last game in, in uh, LA and they coming out with yeah. a victory, and then yeah. they say, Hey, now you know what? There you go. You know, you could go where where you want to go, San Francisco, yeah. Pittsburgh, South America. Uh, I feel like it's some shit yeah. like he'd be like, Yeah, right. South here. America. Yeah. Uh, the, all, you you want to go? You know what? You could go you want to go down to New Zealand, play with the all blacks. <laughs> yeah. Go go right ahead. You know, yeah. um, that's ideally, but uh, yeah. Yeah, we won't know until the end of the season. I'll say, I'll say one thing I kind of hinted on you know, on my podcast and when, I, when people ask me that question is if Aaron continues to have the season that they're having, regardless, I believe that regardless of where way it may go, you know, to playoffs, that's what they want. You know, obviously, NFC Championship, game, they want that and win it. I believe if they get as far as the NFC Championship again, I believe there will be some uh, reconsideration of staying longer for Aaron, because I mean it's three years. It'll be the third year in a row that they are there. They're yeah. in the big. They're in the game to get them to the other big game, because this is a big game for every football player in their career. You know, whatever team you're on and what conference you're in. If you're on an AFC team, you're an NFC team. You know that NFC AFC championship game is the next biggest thing next to the Super Bowl, because you get there you punch your ticket you get there and win you punch your ticket you're in regardless of what people said about you win or lose during the regular season once you get in the super bowl really all the negative stuff that people talked about you is gone because like look we're here you know we started yeah. off good bad indifferent whatever we were we were ugly in september but now look at us we're in the show um so if that happens i feel it may be a little you know change of tide for Aaron's thought process and what he wants to do in his career because I, he has plenty of years left in fo- of football left in his arm in his body, and uh, it'll be interesting. I mean, that's going to be an interesting, fun part for us as fans to yeah. find out what what happens in February. Yeah, no, it's well. The one guy for post career, I was thinking about the other
0: day that I was like, I have no idea what this guy's going to do. What the hell's Big Ben going to do after football? You just caught me drinking some water. Yeah, that's a great question. I thought man, school bus driver, I could see him as a school bus driver. <laughs> Who
1: who's going to allow him to be around kids? That's, a, that's the start, that's the, pro- start, that's the problem. Just...
0: They they must they right. just got to got to be outside of PA. That's right. the want... No, yeah, you nah. can't
1: even do that. I know. I, I, can, can, I can see him a tutor, but yeah, I used to play football. I used to play football. But right. um, he, he, he could probably be, let's see here. From his uh record, and that's with yeah. air quotes next to it, his record. Not a, not of, a driving instructor. That's ship right. has sailed. And I don't I mean record, not his football record, just of off course. the field record. Of course. I mean, really, I don't. He could maybe be an Uber driver <laughs> or a Lyft driver, maybe, maybe. I because he's and they he, strict. They do yeah. background checks. Oh yeah, no, no, yeah, because he's got
0: like he's got all the money in the world, but like you don't have a shit ton of time. He's not going to go in the booth.
1: I do not see him talking.
0: No, I don't there see him public.
1: talking. No, so I, I don't, he would have to it, get a lot of training. Yeah, because I've I've been down that road, and yeah. I'm still trying to get in the booth, and yeah. I could talk real well. <laughs> yeah, no, I don't know. So yeah, it's very. That's why I think he keeps coming back because
0: like he doesn't know what he's gonna do either. Because he should have been out of Pittsburgh three years ago. But no, yeah. that's, And then and look at go back to the Packers in the NFC. Who do you think is on their level in the NFC? I, I'd say Dallas. You get uh, Arizona, the Rams, and Tampa. Is there anybody else, or is it just kind
1: of this them? Ooh. Well, you said yeah. You said it. I mean, and I thought I throw in the Ravens in there, okay, um, because of you know their overall team play. Because when Lamar is on, that team is moving. When he's off a little bit, you know it struggles obviously offensively, but then defensively, they're there. They got some good players. Um, so I throw that in in that group of teams. You know, obviously this is AFC, and I'll say yeah. in the NFC, um. I would say right now that are paying at a high level and I think they play them later this year is the Rams. Um, that is just, I mean, it's no surprise really, because it was, for me, it was like to see Matt Stafford get with a good coaching staff and a good organization that knows how to manage their team. That means let their coaches coach, get out their way. <laughs> and you yeah. know what I'm referring to there? Yeah. Um. Being where he was for the last 13 years. Yeah. Now it's like, I know he's, I know he has so much lifted off his back. He had to haul to Detroit on his back, you know, through the years with him and Megatron. And uh, I mean, you saw how Detroit was with Barry Sanders, never got that team around him of players to get them even past the second round of the playoffs sometimes. Um, so for him, I'm happy for him to be you know, able to get some, get wins and, and have a defense and have somebody that when they get ahead, there's no coming back. You know the yeah. team's not coming back on them because they got guys like um, uh, Aaron Donald up front, um, Jalen Ramsey in the in the deep be- uh, deep half. You got guys like that get make plays that want to yeah. win and, and they're hungry. So I would say the Rams
0: um, let's try, let's with think. with the Lions, the biggest signing they made to help the team was bringing Big Sean to the Thanksgiving game. That's the only thing they did outside of <laughs> outside of Megastron. the rapper, yeah that's funny you're right yeah. it, well they, 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 do they didn't even get eminem they're like, like what's the second best second best
1: rapper from detroit all right let's get big on here um yeah. now because he
0: does that shit every that's, year so they're like all right who's playing that's lions hilarious yeah lions that, all right yeah that's
1: right. funny well yeah. little wayne was at the first uh home game so they were at the detroit uh-huh. he was at the detroit okay. game for yeah, so the do green t- bay t- did that say what? tides are tides are turning Um, uh, no
0: yeah yeah that's that shit's wild and, and, and um, one
1: more and i'll say cleveland it looks okay. interesting really we, we, we'll just see we, i'll just say it just looks interesting if we see baker come back yeah you know because no. they got miles garrett up front and a good de- good solid defense and just see what um if he's healthy because obviously he got that cracked bone on top of that and that's that's like right here yeah and for even though that's his non-throwing arm it he still can still hurts. fall yeah it still hurts like heck it still hurts like so, heck yeah He'll fall on it you know what what have
0: you whatever no i I saw Beckham. Beckham said a couple of days ago, it kind of just got swept under the rug. And I'm really like, this is kind of concerning. He said a torn labrum for like eight years. Beckham? Yeah.
1: Really? Well, yeah. You, could, you, you could get away. You know what? Um, yeah, but like he hasn't I, been the same since he left the Giants. True. 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 I agree with that. Um, and it might just be, it, may, it might be with him. I've never met him. Yet. I haven't met him yet. I'll, I'll say one day I will. Cause we're in the, you know, I'm a former player. He's a player, current player. Our paths are going across and watching him from distance for years. Now, actually, I was actually not far from him when he, I remember one year I was at the Eli uh, Peyton Manning. They do their summer training down in uh, um, Mississippi, the, the, academy? the passing yeah, academy, the academy. I was at the passing Academy yeah. back in uh, 2012, 2013. So that was like his rookie year and, and his last year at LSU when he got drafted and that was probably the closest I was to Odell and I'm watching him run routes with um, Eli and Peyton. And I'm like, is that Odell? And I saw run, I saw him running and I saw his hair, you know, the red hair at that time. I was like, Oh yeah, that's Odell. And so snagging balls and stuff. So that was the closest I got to him was actually 10, 15 yards watching him run routes, but never really got the chance to say hi and talk to him and anything like that. But what I see as a player on the field from New York till now, you know, at New York, it was just like, if I was a teammate, I'd be like, bro, you better calm that stuff down. I'd say, stop being, you know, stop crying. Yeah. Stop, you know, I remember when he added. hit the net and the net won the fight. Well, I mean, like, yes, the, the extracurriculars, I'd be like, hey, bro, just stop with the extracurriculars. We can't afford no more, more, more penalties because we, we, you're the only offense we got at this time. You know, you're, you and me are our only offense. That's what I, if I'm a team, if I am a giant, um, his ability is amazing. He's amazingly athletic. His whole family is, his mom, you know, was a track athlete. Dad played football at LSU as well. And I think his cousin, his, if you find, follow him, his cousin somewhere on Instagram, you show him throwing up the world in weights. He's like stupid strong That's and wild. flexible. It's wild. So he comes from a, a great athletic family. So my thing is just play, man. Don't trash talk. You know, don't, don't, don't do nothing where most of the generation of his age are doing you know they try to you know look cool act cool be cool all the time when it's like look man just play football yeah you already did it you already famous everybody you got a fashion line you're you're a model he's the most followed nfl player on ig no problem no i believe that you know i was like am i at one time like i i bet people pull up on him on instagram and and on social media be like is he a football player or is he a supermodel they yeah. don't know you know yeah. And it's wow. just like play football, and so back to the labrum, like I played with that, and and I just said, you know, it's with my little mini workouts, but just something that you can play with. If you're not a quarterback, you can play with it. Lineman, no, because you're here all the time using your arms. But I say I did, you know, I had an a actually in my left form, I had a, a a slight separation in my junior year. I was just I ran into Alec Ingo, who's a you know fullback for the Raiders. He's actually from. Yeah local um, Green Bay. and I oh, actually cool. just yeah, ran, in, yeah. ran into him today and he said, yeah, my body's, you know, my labrum's sore and my knee's sore. I'm like, I know about those labrums, bro, you know. Yeah. So, yeah, it's just something you just got to stick to the little muscles, keep building them up, ice it up when you normally can, and uh, obviously rest it. When you're not playing, rest it. And so that, that's something that's no surprise to me with a lot of, I say, skill position players like myself. We we could get away to it for some time, but make sure you take care of it for the long run. Did you, Did you play with Greg Jennings?
0: Yeah. Packers. Yep. His well, he played. Was he had six. a broken leg touchdown. That's probably the best thing I've ever seen. And, yes. <laughs> were, were, were you were, were you on the team when that when that clip came out? the The Madden clip. Mm. I don't
1: think. No? Let me see. The, what, what, the, the, what,
0: the, what, I don't remember the year. It was Greg Jennings when he the guy in Madden when he ran it all the way down the
1: field with a broken leg. Ah, uh, yeah. I was no. I was. I was like. I think no. it was the old nine, I think. I remember okay. seeing that online. <laughs> Hey, that's on youtube somewhere yeah no yeah that's incredible remember, that's, what, that's funny were you were
0: you there when aaron towards because you tend to your towards the end of your time there was that when aaron was just kind of the backup
1: yes so oh five he got drafted remember drafted 24th overall to us and then uh so oh five oh six backup and then oh seven i went to houston for two years and then that's when brett kind of retired kind of came back they finally left to the jets and then aaron Got the car, got the keys to the car from McCarthy in 08. And then boom, that's when and in 09. I was back here in 09 for that oh, cool. um half of the half a season there. What, what was what was the young Aaron Rodgers like? Um quiet, didn't say a whole lot. Um always had his that's when iPod was coming out, and he always had his iPod uh the white headsets in his ear. And it was just and but he was a cool guy. And it, I remember in practice, he threw a good ball. Uh, I mean, just one time it was because it was it was one thing because I was, a you know, me being a runner back and being with Brett for so long, you know, seven years, I hadn't obviously got a handoff from a whole lot of different quarterbacks, uh, Matt, Matt Hasselbeck, uh Aaron Brooks early in my career here. They were both here, but obviously over time, most of my handoffs were from number four from Brett. And so it was just one time in mini camp. And I think it was either mini camp or, OTA, or OTAs or training camp. And I went for the handoff and it kind of slipped out of my hand, you know, out of my arm. I'm like, what, like, how'd the ball just fall out like that? That was weird. So I was like, you know, no, I picked it up, ran down, ran back. And uh, same thing happened next Next play, I came up. I'm like, Aaron, I'm like, are you twisting the ball or something? Cause I don't just drop the ball like that. Like, he's like, he kind of looked at me all funny, kind of like how he looks at people now. Like, he's like, no. I'm like, man, this, you're doing something funny, man. I was like, you doing something funny. He's like, what, it ain't me. I'm like, man how can we drop the ball twice in two handoffs? You know, that it was just weird. You know, it was just funny. So we, it was just a fun moment. But he was a cool dude. He was – I always liked him. I knew – and I knew – I mean, I like him now. I mean, I knew then this kid is going to do it. This guy is going to take this team to Super Bowl because the way he played, the way he studied, the way he paid attention, and the way he, like I said, throwing the ball, his ball was nice. And very few times that I see him try to just – throw it where, like, especially when he started playing 08, 09, that's when I started really paying attention to him as a player in terms of on the field where if he wasn't going to throw it to Greg or Donald or any of our receivers, he was going to go out of bounds. He was going to be incomplete or he's just going to take the sack, live, live to the next play. And that was something Mike McCarthy preached when we have our offensive meeting. He's like, take the sack or live to the next play. And live to the next play meant either you take the sack, throw it out of bounds or throw it over way over the receivers and no nobody's gonna get it don't no, try to squeeze it in there he said i don't want he said don't try to squeeze it in there throw it out of bounds take the sack live to the next play and so that right there I, along with his ability and along with his mental you know where, he, where you see him throw a lot of you know throw a lot uh, there was yeah. a lot of him holding the ball his rookie you know early in his career everybody oh he holds the ball forever and yeah you know i was like well i was like as a player he's being coached that and he's getting sacked but he's getting sacked on second down and now you have third and long and then he converts yeah. that's a win you know i.e example the uh, dallas cowboy uh playoff game uh, three years ago yeah he gets sacked on a second down and it's like third and 20 something and he completes the ball to jared uh jared cook on the sidelines he got sacked to play before that so yeah Hey, When you're doing that, you could get sacked as long as you win on the next play, and you're good to go. You <laughs> In my book,
0: a lot of, of dump offs tomorrow night with kind of a very injured receiving
1: core. Uh, it depends, you know. If yeah, Devontae's gone and Lazar's gone, obviously. I know Matt LaFleur likes to get it to uh, Aaron Jones out the backfield, and then, then I say Aaron Jones, Tunyon a lot. Um, in there, in that mixture of stuff, just to keep the defense honest, because that's a fast defense. It's a young defense. It's fast. You know, Simmons from Clemson. Whoo, he's a freak. I play with when I play on Madden, and, and I and I and somebody uses the Cardinals on Madden. That's the only player I'm worried about. I'm really? not even thinking about uh, Jones. Uh, is it uh, Chandler Jones' brother or is it Chandler Jones? I'm not even thinking about Chandler. Yeah, Chandler Jones. Jones. I'm worried about Simmons. He's six something plus and runs a four four on madden it's like it's like he's like eight feet tall and covers everybody <laughs> it's yeah. like dude so yeah that's the one player i'm worried about um yeah. on, on the on madden not 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 the packers i'm just saying so and when people listen to this podcast be like let them know that i'm talking about madden yeah, yeah. video games not the team on thursday night that's gonna face yeah. my
0: my old team <laughs> yeah and speaking of madden i want to ask you but uh, before i ask you about um your interest in esports is Madden going to just like stop settling for being shit for the past 10 years and actually like kind of go up to 2k? Cause what's going on with Madden? Woo. You came off hot in that I'm, one. Oh. Madden, Madden's like, Oh, we're Madden. I'm like, yeah, it hasn't
1: changed in like six years. Well, you got to think about this. It's, it's not going to change a whole lot because obviously the teams are not going to change other than the draft picks and then trades and, for, and free agents. You
0: can make the graphics better. You can make, the, make it look more like 2K has got the year every year 2K is like close to the
1: league. Madden, I'm like, what are you doing, EA? What's going on? Well, the last, this last Madden uh, 22 graphics did creep up a little. Right, I noticed the right. difference from 21 to 22. There was a slight difference. And I trust me, I play it. Yeah. I coach it, as you can see, and I play yeah. it. Yeah, there there was an upgrade in the graphics. Even I had Clint Oldenburg, one of the executive producers and former football player as well that works at EA Tiburon down in Orlando. I had him on my podcast and we talked about that. And he said, Amon, yes, you're right. It was a big we actually put more focus into the graphics because we've been hearing that from fans, you know, saying the graphics like you just said, the graphics are trash (laughs) and all that. So um, they did put a little he said we put more and more effort. Obviously, with COVID, we had more time to really dig into that and some of the gameplay but the gameplay is going to be the gameplay you know from fifa to 2k you know shooting the ball shooting the ball they might change the mechanic the mechanics on it um but at the end of the day it's going to be the same little thing that you got to figure out and i think that's what brings the uh the fun to the game for me because if they change something on how to kick the ball or throw the ball to just make trying to make it a little more complicated just trying to see if you're paying attention as a as a player The one, the one grab I have with them, I forget which Madden it was
0: years ago when they had the intro sequence with the Cardinals and the Steelers, and you either had to, I think you had to play as Antonio Brown for some reason. My disc was fucked up, and. <laughs> it wasn't just the first time I played the game, I had to do that shit anytime I wanted to play Madden, I had to do that entire intro sequence with Antonio Brown going up against Patrick Peterson. And that was like that was, four uh, minutes just to get to the title screen. And I was like, you know what, fuck I'm not playing Madden, I'm yeah. Not you
1: shouldn't shit. have been, yeah. You only do that on the first time you put the disc in, yeah. or you download the game and you yeah. play the game for some, the first time. The with
0: the di- I, I don't know what was wrong with the disc, but anytime that screen didn't come, I the, it was, everything was wrong like there was no you couldn't call plays you couldn't call audibles i was like, like what is wrong with this game and i'll be like you, i'm mad at, stop fucking around but you um, got you got a you got
1: a, you got a defective copy for sure yeah yeah sure.
0: yeah yeah now so how did you get interested in esports and kind of what are, you, what are you doing now with that
1: oh man esports started video games started when i was like same time i was playing football little, little league football it was when i was five six years old um coleco vision donkey kong on uh and then uh nintendo came out The Nintendo, the Nest, the entertainment system. So it's been in my life just as long as football and baseball have been in my life. And how I got here at Lakeland University where I'm at now, it just come from the last six, seven years that I've been basically a light went off probably like 20, 2012, 2013, about because I was at, you know, I retired and I was like 2012 was like three years out of retirement. And at that time I started coaching high school sports. So football, baseball, and track in the green bay area and actually milwaukee too um but i was you know on my off time i'm playing video games then i started hearing all these about you know no i knew about tournaments madden tournaments call of duty tournaments uh, halo tournaments but then i started hearing more and more about twitch and you know gaming where people can watch you and i'm like and it wasn't until 2016 i really found out about twitch and was like all right i'm, I'm gonna do this I'm gonna, I'm gonna, i was like you could play Video games and people watch you and just your own channel. So I'm like, I'm like, does I'm that, like, does
0: that, does that shock you? Cause for, for me, what I remember growing up and when, when, when you, when you we were going to play video games, there's more than two people. Everybody was watching, like, I don't care. watching. But now these people, these people obviously are amazing at what they're doing. And there's millions of people watching yes. people play a game. And I'm literally like, where do you think this came from?
1: Watching traditional sports, watching ABC Olympics or the that's crazy the World college World Series or the W the uh, the NBA World Championship, the Major League Baseball, the World you know where, that's where it came from, and now this generation where this generation obviously is inundated with information, you know, but inundated with fun, you know, with app games, with console games, with computer games. And like I said, that's how that's how the fans got into it. And then for myself, like I said, five, six years ago, once I found about Twitch, I started streaming. I was going heavy and hard for about four or five months, took some time off because I was was like, wow, it was a lot. I was streaming five days a week, three hours at a pop. So just learning, getting my rhythm down, getting my endurance down to really because I'm not a talker at that time. You know, I wasn't a big talker. I'm, I'm doing it now because that's my job. I've been trained. You know, gone to broadcasting school for the NFL they give former players. Oh, cool. then I went to three of those mini camps for um training camps for those. and and so along with me playing the video games in my back pocket was also like learning how to broadcast. So then shoutcasting. I'm like, I got shoutcasting under my belt because I know Madden, I know Gears of War, I know Halo, and I could learn Call of Duty. I didn't play it a whole lot at the time. I played a ton now. So now when I somebody say, hey, do you play this? And can you commentate this? Yes, I could commentate, commentate Rocket League, League of Legends. I coach it, so now I could commentate it. So what I did once I started streaming, I started making you know, networking. i made a business card. When I go into these conventions, these common, you know, comic book conventions, video game conventions, I'm running into people at Microsoft, Crunchyroll, Sony, Insomniac, Lucid Sound, Logic Gaming, um, Astro gaming heads, you know, I'm running to these people and they're football fans. So they like, Amon Green, what are you doing here? You play video games? I'd be like, uh, yeah. And I am I love video. I love, you know, this is my game. What's your favorite game? I'm like, what genre, you know? They'd be like, Shooter. I'd be like, Halo. they be like, Sports Game. I'd be like, Madden. They'd be like, RPG. I'm like, Grand Theft Auto. And that's a whole big list. Dead Space, we could talk forever about that. So my networking skills, I just start handing them everywhere. Hey man, here, take my car. You know, I want to follow up with you about our conversation. And just one thing led to another in terms of where now I got a network of friends at these companies, you know, GameStop, Microsoft, Lucid Sound, Power a, um, EA Sports that they're just not business context. These are my friends. Now I call oh, cool. Clint, you know, I could call, call Clint from EA and be like, Hey man, what's up? How you doing? You know, how's your day going? You know, we're not even talking about Matt, you know, um, I could call people at Microsoft about Halo. and We talk about more about life and, and family and friends, but then we do talk about the game, you know. Um, so that's the, that's our connection. But now it's like growing that more than just being a business contact. And so it's more of a friendship than anything. And so everybody that I met over the last seven, eight years is now my new friends. And then my job here is through a friend, a guy that I hang out with, uh, a few times a month his name is Larry Marcus he used to teach and coach actually he taught here he went to school here he met his wife here we go every like I said once or twice a month to this burger joint in De Pere, Wisconsin it's called Brookhouse Burg- Burgers shout out to them um and we sit there and we eat burgers we eat french fries and we talk comic books video games and movies That's we wild. do what ge- we do what geeks do okay you
0: make Big Bang Theory too with you in that shit
1: bam Say that's—I don't think I'm—I I'm, don't think I'm as smart as Sheldon, but I'm close.
0: <laughs> they write it for him.
1: He, I'm sure. Right. Yeah. Oh, so, so so long story short, yeah. Larry Larry got the bird, you know, got a, a information through the grapevine. Said, hey, my school is developing an esports program, and they're looking for a football coach. So, you know, let me know which one you want. I'm like, well, I want both, but I know that I'm gonna have to really. Be in school, you know, be like entrenched, researching, recruiting in esports. I was like, I know football. I've done it before, especially me and to be an assistant. It's not going to be that much work. It's going to be some work, but not a lot. But this, I'm going to be the head, jo- the head guy for esports. So I said, I'm probably just going to stick with the esports and put all my focus there. And, you know, it's been going great. We got a championship our first uh, fall season last year in Madden, of course. You know, I don't think I I, I would have been like kind of. Like, bro, dang, we didn't get Madden. We were close. We didn't get it. But no, we got it. We got a championship in Madden. And then all our other games, Call of Duty, Valorant, um, Overwatch. And and yeah, I think that's it. And we all got into the playoffs. And so right now we're on that playoff run again. We got Call of Duty playing tonight in about 30 minutes. Overwatch played yesterday. Call of Duty, or uh, Overwatch, Rocket League played on Monday too. So yeah, I mean, we're, we're halfway through the season, about to get ready. Sure. Hopefully, get ready for the playoffs again, and then um, gear it up. But that's that's kind of where my short, quick story of where I'm at and where I'm sitting here today.
0: What, what if somebody sucks at video games? They're like, "Hey, I want to do this shit." Can you teach them, or they like, yes. "All right, this dude, this dude's I, ass." I'm sorry.
1: I like, I like trying tra- something else. I like the challenge. I like, I hear that when I recruit these kids, they say, "Hey, you know, I'm not that real good." I'm like, "That's okay. I will coach you up." I want to make sure, and a lot of my players, they help each other out, and that's what I teach them. That's the biggest thing I think people don't realize, and I say the good players are recognizing in eSports that this is a team thing because obviously they play mostly at home by themselves and they're playing their friends online or with their friends. They're not sitting side by side, and so they don't really get that connection. So in our facility, our, if you see if you were here now, you could see our team. Our you get the are, Thano, I think you the Thanos glove in the back. Oh, Yeah. Yeah, Marcus Phoenix, Optimus Prime, you know, some bad, you know, some bad M.O.s back there in Memphis. So, uh, but no, they learn that team atmosphere. And that's the biggest thing. And that's what I want from them to learn, because then they could take that with them, not just in esports, but in life. That's wild. Have you met
0: anybody who's successful at you as a football player who could also fuck people up with the sticks as well? Uh, Yeah,
1: MVS, Marquez Valdez. Oh, he's good? He has a. He actually has a team. I know. Called, Echler, is he with Eckler's? Eckler's got a. a like a he's with Eckler's. Yes. Yes. Yeah. He's working with his group. And I'm trying to. I'm trying to get in on that too. I'm like, what? I'm like, Eckler balling. Yeah. The like Eckler. because no, I had him on. He's got this insane setup. Like he. Yes. Yes. Yeah. I know. I, I streamed with him. I co-streamed with him during the COVID. Um, last year we had a good time. I think. I think we did a Warzone. <clears throat> we did Warzone last year. Um, but I've been talking to him, and he—we actually went to this esports summit that was in Vegas. Me, him, MVS, and so, like you said, whoever can put up the sticks right now between Eckler, MVS, and uh, Chris Conley. Uh, for is he still in Jacksonville, Jacksonville? I have no idea. I have no idea. I thought he was on the Chiefs. I forget, right. Well, I he was. Like, he got drafted to the Yeah, I've no, Chris Conley. <laughs> but this. he's a but he's a gamer too, and he's pretty good. Uh, his game is, I think, League of Legends and TFT. I don't know TFT. Oh, Team Fight Tactics. It's basically like a starter game that gets you into League of Legends, so you can learn the champions and how yeah. to how to buff them up, put the different little items together to make them really buffed. And I was I liked a uh, uh, Red Dead. Red
0: Dead. Red Dead was my shit back the day.
1: Yeah, that was a nice RPG. Yep, I love Red Dead. I beat the first one, and I I had started the second one, but then all these other games came out like yeah. right back to back. No. I was like, I can't no. finish it. Oh. It's,
0: so do you do you or do you like when on NFL Sundays do you like all right
1: I kind of want to be streaming but I kind of want to watch games how do you decide Oh my God that's a, that's that's my dilemma every Sunday that is my dilemma for real you like read my mind I'm like okay I'm like dang the Packers got the Bears or should they're I they're probably stream? gonna beat the Bears I could probably play and I'm not gonna yeah them. you know but what but what I found a remedy to now what's a popular thing it started in the last two years on Twitch is that the watch alongs. So now streamers that are in the football like myself or baseball or soccer, like English Premier Soccer is huge, obviously. There's a former soccer pro that I started watching just to kind of get some etiquette, learn some tricks of the trade. Like David and Beckham? He, he did that shit no, No, not, no, God, not <laughs> David. No, it was. Trust me. It would have been easy to remember his name. But no, I forgot his, Landon, I his Landon name. Landon Donovan? That's the Ibrahimovic. No. No. No, so, no, so he does watch-alongs with his uh, streamer, with his uh, following on there. Hold on, I got a player got a question for me. It got rescheduled? What, Thursday? What time? And who else? Okay. Yeah, we can get rescheduled. I'll make, yeah, I'll be, that's a big one. I'll, but then when I get done, I'm almost done here. So yeah, that's a, We got to reschedule games. Reschedule, but that, that's Thursday Night Football. Yeah, I know, but that's why we uh, – like, well, like three of my players, are, I think they got class, so I got I got to reach out to the other team. That's, the that's over, my, Overwatch, my Overwatch team. That's wild. No, because Thursday – that's wild. That's wild. Yeah. Um, yeah, but, uh, but do appreciate you taking time. Um, how, uh, you're talking about your podcast. How can people find your podcast and then just keep up with you? Oh, yeah. So, I'm sure I got two podcasts, bro. All right, I'm too busy. Um, so, the first podcast is the one that's been around the longest. It's Amon Green's Gamers Lounge podcast. It's on iHeartRadio, Spotify, uh, Apple Podcasts, wherever you download your podcast. So Amon Green's Gamers Lounge. That's uh, podcast number one, where we just talk about the video game culture. We hit all the topics, the trendy topics in the industry. Obviously, something that's been, i say, hot on our topic lists all for about a year now is Activision, Blizzard, Epic, Apple, those fights going on and how the people involved in both companies the lawyers and all that has been going you know the, the back and forth and the victims obviously in the epic blizzard that was that's been a big topic talk a topic in the podcast but then we talk about video games we talk about game releases we talk about you know what the games look like you know graphic wise like you mentioned and then we talk about what's on stream so you know it's netflix it's hulu it's tubi it's paramount plus it's Pe- peacock plus it's all these apps so we you know it's they a ton of, of it's a ton of content you know tv documentaries limited series movies so we we find them we find ones that we watch and we recommend you know our viewers and listeners to go watch it and so we talk about that and then we have a fun conversation i call this or that so it's like what's your do you like dc or marvel you gotta pick one yeah you, know, you could if you want to you know pick one if you got a story behind it we tell the story and go on for there and it's it's a quick podcast, probably like an hour. Sometimes a, a good podcast. Sometimes when we have and we have guests on, sometimes and we go maybe an hour, hour and a half. And then uh, so that's the Amon Green's Gamers Lounge podcast, everywhere. And then another one that just started this year with my teammate Mike Wall, offensive guard, is called On My Block. And so we basically break down the last, you know, obviously seven games for the Packers. So every every Monday the podcast goes. Uh, get recorded and uploaded in probably like Monday night, Tuesday morning. And we break down the game. You know, what we saw as players from a player point of view, what we saw the team, you know, the players on the field play, the coaches, some of their, excuse me, some of their play calls and just uh, how the game was won or lost for the Packers and then what they got coming up the next week. So we talked about, you know, last week's game against the Washington football team. And now talking about Thursday, quick changeover, got to get ready for these balling Cardinals right now that are balling out of control and Kyler Murray is like a glitch in the in the, in the matrix or it gets a glitch in Madden right now you can't stop yeah. him when he rolls out left and right and he could hit a dime you know he could hit his receiver on a dime so we talked about that so that again you can download that wherever you download your podcast Apple podcast Spotify iHeart do it feed us give us uh give us the feedback and review us we love it so that's where you can find me and uh, awesome man yeah socials are green thirty um on Twitter and Instagram is all one word a mine green thirty so there you go cool man awesome well, just appreciate <laughs> taking the time can't wait for the game tomorrow night. I
0: was surprised Washington even hung around with you guys on Sunday It's washington season they've been I don't know what's going on, but um right you, towards the end you're like the better team won. um plus the, yeah I, I i bet Green Bay I'm literally like Washington's not winning this week I think Washington's gonna win, but somehow they're gonna lose so it's gonna be interesting so it's it exactly. season. <clears throat> I don't know what going on with them. They need a name. First thing is name. Second thing, everything, figure everything else, everything else. Uh, but Correct. I do appreciate you taking the time.
1: Uh, You're welcome. It was a pleasure. No problem, Zach.